Yo, this is Black Mask, and you're tuned into the Rock the Mic podcast. All hip hop, all the time. Yo, what's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Rock and Mike podcast, all hip hop all the time. And today I am joined by my good friend, uh, Jersey's finest, Mr. Black Mask. How are you? How are Yo, you doing? wonderful, Mike. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Um, for those of you, a lot of you probably don't know this, but Rock and Mike podcast started as a um, Instagram live series, and our first guest was actually Black Mask. So this is kind of a Full circle, full yeah, circle moment. Blast from the past. Um, and it's just, we're going to get right into it. Um, first thing I want to ask you, sir, when did you decide to start making music? Um, that's a wonderful question. You know, and I don't really have an answer for it because I feel like there was never a moment where I just sat there and I was like, you know, I'm going to start. I'm just, I was just like, I don't know. I feel like I've always been doing it, you know, ever since, or something that I've always wanted to do, or something that I've always had trouble with, you know. I've always made random stuff ever since I was a kid. I would just go on, like, the computer and hit keys or whatever, you know, but then, I I don't know, it it always evolved, you know, like, I think I first released something in, like, seventh grade. I think it was my first actual release. It was hard. You know, so, but, and then eighth grade, that's when I tried, tried a little more, but I didn't become, you know, this until like sophomore year of high school. Right. That's when right. Um, so that was actually, this leads into my next question. You've had, as someone, you know, I've known you for a while. I've known that you had various different personas before you landed on the Black Mask one, which obviously... That name is taken from the great Roman Sionis from the Batman comics. Of course. Um, so I wanted to ask you, how did you ultimately decide on Black Mask and kind of take us through that journey of all these different people that you were before you landed on so, Black Mask? I don't know. It, it always started because I've always had, you know, just different name changes. I never could really settle on one. And let's see I can remember my first. I believe it was the Goliath, okay. which was the first. It, it, I don't know why. Cringy. Like it. It, yeah, but it was kind of cringy for, yeah. because I was like a seventh grader. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. But that was the first. And then the, this one, I low key like, don't mind it. DB Cooper. Don't mind it because DB Cooper is swag. He, if I don't know, do you know who that is? I do. Have you heard about that case? That was the guy. Such a cool case. That guy, yeah. Yeah, he hijacked a plane and then he dipped. Such a cool case. But I don't know. It was inspired by Doom because, you know, Doom had random personas or whatever. And there was this one time that Doom had this like random line about DB Cooper. I was like, huh. And then I just took it. I don't know if you and watched, then um, it, Loki, but like, uh, like within the like 
Marvel movie universe, like Loki was DB Cooper. Like they made that, they like put that into canon. So I don't. Oh I'm really? Loki, but that's kind of yeah. It was like that's pretty sick actually. Do something and like he was DB Cooper like within that world. Sorry, that was super off topic, but I. Yeah, no, that's pretty I, sick, like, dude. Okay. It's just sick because like he's got those sick sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and no one knows who he is. I don't know. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. But yeah, so then was that, and then in eighth grade, this one I, I don't I don't know where I was going with this one. This is another another bad one. It was conjunction. I'm not that, sure where I got that. That one I know. Yeah. I'm not sure where I, I pulled that one from. Oh, I do actually. Schoolhouse Rock. Conjunction There's, Junction. Yes. Yeah. Conjunction Junction. What's your function? That's Here's where I got that from. And I don't know why. But that's yeah. where it was from. And then and then I settled on the beautiful body mask. All right. Well, that's a what a wonderful story. Inspiring. Thank story. you. You know, I try. Yeah. Um, I always ask everyone I've interviewed, I've always asked them who they consider to be like an influence of theirs. And I kind of say, oh, you remind me of so-and-so, but you have so many different kind of layers to your music and you can know. The, so many different like cloud rap, trap, um, Thank you. Griselda type music. Um, so I couldn't really narrow down a specific person that I thought you sounded like, but I did want to ask you who would you consider an influence of yours? I know you just mentioned MF Doom, rest in peace. Um, yeah. But other than that, is there anybody that you could really point to and say, this is who inspired me or inspires me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but like, well, definitely Doom, as you just said. Definitely. I mean, dude, he's like, he like, you know, changed like the way I listen to music, you know? So definitely Doom. Um, I don't know. Hmm. So that's a good question because I don't know. Right. Because I do have so many different influences. Because I don't. I don't like to do only one thing. Definitely Kanye. Different genres. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely Kanye. Mm. Definitely Tyler. Okay. Because I like the way that Kanye and Tyler are able to like. You're never. You never know what they're gonna do next. I agree. I've always liked that about them. Like, you don't know where, like, you know, I, I didn't know where Tyler was going to go with the Call Me If You Get Lost, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, you don't know, you never know where Kanye's going to go, but, you know? Um, definitely, like, Young Lean. Yes. As I'm wearing Young Lean merch. Um, Blade. Chief Heath. Love Chief Heath. I love Chief Heath. Um, uh, Black Cry. I love Black Cry. Okay. Um, Man, I don't know. It's just a loaded question. I don't know, dude. Definitely, definitely, those are, you know, those name are up there. Great, definitely name some great people for sure. Ooh, oh wait, sorry. Definitely like Tommy Wright, Three Six Mafia. Yes. Space Goes Perp. Yes. Et We're definitely gonna get into their influence on your music a little bit later when we talk about natural disasters. Yeah. Uh, but I did want to ask you, what is your process behind making music? So do you? Is there a way you go about it? Do you write first? Do you get the beat first? How does that work? Um, well, usually I get the beat and then like random flows and stuff. Right. Just popped into my head. Right. You know, like I'll be listening. And then sometimes I just mumble. 
like like i'll like record like a voicemail with me mumbling like just to get a flow but if you listen to kanye leaks actually like if you ever listen to kanye leaks he does a lot of that like if you go through his, his leaks there's a lot of it just like space and mumbling there's a uh and, that, a and, leak, and that's there's a leak of summer 16 before it became a drake solo where mm-hmm. kanye was originally supposed to be on that song and he's kind of mumbling yeah i'm see that's what he does yeah he mumbles and that's like for the same reason I did just find melodies, find flows, etc. I have I have a lot of random demos in there. Yes. And I just have like some demos that are just like acapella, just melodies. Um, because you know, where where I, I want to go next, you know, I I wanna really try to incorporate some melodic elements into my yes. style. You know what I mean? But um, yes. yeah, that, that's sort of my that's very thing. That, and then I write. I didn't a lot of people well, I'm not sure if they do that or not, but kind of just mumbling getting a flow mm-hmm. kind of in your head that's a very interesting approach yeah and i like that I, yeah i write after i find the flow yeah i like that i write to the flow because the flow is very flow can always be very captivating when it comes to yeah. music and finding that and really narrowing that down is mm-hmm. key in my opinion and i think that's a very smart way of doing that mm-hmm. and nice. if i remember correctly as well you mix your music as well and master it which is something yes, what i, I heard is very difficult to do oh, so oh my is, god what is this like, like the process is uh gruesome as they say okay as they say the process is gruesome i will tell you that i hate it it's by far my least favorite part uh, and sometimes i just don't feel like it or or, or I, I can't do it myself sometimes it's, it gets too complicated and i'll enlist help you know i'll get help from like ben yes he, he, um they've done like the same thing to me like yeah shout out to ben obviously you know, Ben's reached out to me before to try to help them with mixing, and you know, I you know do the same. I've done a lot though, um, yeah, more than Ben's done it to me. But, well, maybe not a lot, but like three or four times. Yeah, but so what Ben's is, only what, asked me what like, like? Once or twice. mixing and mastering the music is more than just making sure the beat and your vocals. Yeah, you, you have to you have to like add like a lot of effects. It's a lot of effects, a lot of compression limiting etc i actually took multiple classes before for it oh okay so, that's why so you're the master at it is what you're saying no i'm not <laughs> no one don't listen to him i'm not the master at mastering just hit up black because instagram will be down below so he will mix all your songs for you he knows what all right yeah make sure to definitely do that guys because yep for sure <laughs> um is music something you could see yourself doing full time? Could you see yourself pursuing a career as a rapper? I wish. So no, or maybe. I wish. If it happens, it happens. Okay. It's like my dream, but I don't think it will ever happen. I don't know. I don't believe myself too much, but if it happens, you know that would be lovely. You should believe in yourself. The reason why. Now we're going to talk about what I believe to be one of the best albums to come out of the hip-hop instagram community scene uh which is we all die in the west the story across 10 tracks thanks everyone beautiful thanks, album. thanks for the applause guys well for uh producing it uh tell us a little bit about that narrative how you created it within music and actually i'm going to get to that second part in a second but um, tell us a little bit about it it's interesting you know when, t- when Tony was first sending me the beats, Tony actually came up with most of the album, like most of the t- titles of the songs. I think he came up with almost every single song title. 
and and we because we would discuss it and then we'd figure out like the vibe and then tony would usually settle on thinking of, of a title i'm not too good with titling songs but when he would come up with a title i'd be like oh i know a, a concept that fits perfectly and i know how this could be one linear concept and so i, I sort of wrote to what tony you know uh, to like a basic wide idea that tony gave me and then i tried to narrow it down and i made it into a cohesive 10 10 track project a story you know yeah yeah it's great i tried through my life well yeah uh and this is um the main theme i would say throughout from start to finish is your personal story of depression and then recovery of said depression this is described mm-hmm. obviously within the project how will you and this is something i've asked you before i think i even asked this on the instagram live the beta version of rock the mic if you will what made you so comfortable sharing this with your listeners because this is a personal subject i don't know i just sort of because i wanted to talk about it you know right. it's something that i sat down and i was like i want to share this not only to you know with, with other people but i wanted to to you know open up for I myself it up your chest a little bit yeah let it out to really think about that time to really write about it you know yes like it wasn't only so i could be like oh you know this is just for people listening but it was for me too you know what i mean it was definitely a moment so like self-reflection okay so it was more more so about yourself than opposed to just oh i want people to know my story it was more so yeah i wasn't yeah i wasn't too when i wrote it I, I didn't care too much about like if people were going to judge me for it or however they felt because this is just what I wanted to talk about, you know? Great. I love that. I love that a lot. You don't care what people think. Care about what Thank you want. I like that a lot. About Thank you. Artistic integrity is very important. Thank you. Thanks, um, guys. Of course. Yeah, of course. No problem. Everybody here is, everyone in the audience that's definitely here is yep. very Thanks, guys. Excited. Everyone's clapping and waving their hands at me for you mr black mask uh the rose blooms this is the closer till we all die in the west it's my favorite song by you and your best song every night becomes day every night becomes slain sunny sights come from the rain in the sights train your brain when the storm is being cleared all the flowers reappear from the crack in the tomb the rose blooms every insecurity turn to maturity the line from the crack in the tomb, the rose blooms. It not only can be seen as a metaphor for your recovery, but also it could be seen as a metaphor for a new era of your music. And I don't know if you intended that, but that's how I perceived it. That's how I kind of looked at it. So could did you think about that when you were writing this? Like, oh, it's a double meaning um, or, or not? And now to, anyway, but I'll just let you answer that part before I get into this. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think about that. That's like the beauty of music and lines that the listener can interpret it any way they want. And that's what I want. I don't want them to be like, oh, there's just one, only this one way to think about it. Like when I write, I don't want people to be like, oh, the way that he's talking about this. I don't, you know, like, I don't want them to think like they can only believe what I originally intended. You know what I mean? Yes. It, like it's open to interpretation for everyone. But I didn't want to think about that. But it's true at the same time. Yeah. So when you wrote it, was it just, a metaphor for your the new state of your life kind of thing yeah that was that was the original intention but that actually fits as well okay 
now that you now that you're looking at it from my perspective, could you a future black man solo project? Will this new change in your life will that be reflected into your music? So are we going to get more positive oh, sure. music? Oh like, yeah, for sure. Well, I have uh, well, most of my. I'm not gonna say most. <laughs> some of my some of my albums has been completed for about a year. Ooh, okay. I'm just I'm a bit lazy and I haven't worked on it in about a year. <laughs> but I I'm also working on an EP and a single, and so they're just more n- not as dark. I'll say, okay. you know, not more personal. They're just more like I just want to have fun. You know, I just want to write make songs that sound good not that my other ones didn't sound good i mean i'm the best ever to ever exist ever in history obviously yeah obviously you know there's no debate about that so every every single one of my songs is amazing and perfect in every single way and there's no flaws and it's great yeah especially yeah especially church bells you know when the church bells go you know they they really went you know but um (laughs) yeah like but like i don't know it's like i just want to like have fun you know make good stuff and people can vibe too yep that's it i think and i didn't write anything about el paso just because i kind of talked about that a lot in our beta interview but el paso yeah because that was like right after yeah for el paso is a perfect representation of that it's a lot of breaking bad imagery i know we you know really great uh and that i feel like that's a perfect representation of post we all die in the west just having fun thank you that's my opinion anyway. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I tried to like flip the original story too, but make it a bit more modern to fit the, the modern trap beat. Provided by the one and only Ethan. Ethan Mayo. Love you, A. Oh. Love you, A. My guy. So we all die in the West. That was produced entirely by Tony. You helped co-produce The Rose Blooms, but other than that, it was produced entirely by Tony, right? Mm-hmm. And then Nightlife, which is your... Uh, your first album with the, the great church bells ice my cup the best the best song yeah. all those songs that was that was induced produced entirely by shitty old shirt aka Aegis. Oh, love her i love her how was that you know working with a, one producer for an entire project how did that kind of impact the creative process throughout um it's definitely because it feels a lot more cohesive to work with one person. You know, it feels like it's really a collaboration, especially, well, well, I, I went about both projects in different manners with, you know, with Shitty Ulster. Uh, I just sort of, he gave me the beats. I took them and then he didn't hear me rap over them until I release it. With Tony, it was like, we did it song by song. We discussed it. We really went through it. Right. Um, he heard every song before it came out. So that was a, lot, a, a bit more of a different ride, but it, they just both feel like it, just working with one producer just makes it be like able to feel more cohesive and like, straight. and that's definitely what I wanted for We All Die in the West. Well, for sure. Uh, but that's a, that had a focused narrative. So yeah. And, and with Nightlife, you know, it was just more of like, you know, like I, I want beats to sound similar, you know, right? just sort of like, like that general idea. Right. Like, a, like a loose concept, you know, but like not really conceptual. But, you know, when, I, when I'm going forwards, you know, breaking those boundaries and not working with specific only, you know, one producer, 
it, it just feels like I have more creative freedom. That's what I was going to ask. That's kind of like yeah. complicated. Like you kind of have to yeah. bounce off ideas with that. Or at least we're, we're yeah. all down the West. We would definitely bounce off ideas with yeah, yeah, especially. Yeah. But now I can just do what I want. Right. I can just choose any beats. You know, I have so many beats. Sorry, guys. Everyone who sent me beats. Especially you, Dom. Shout out to my turtle. He has sent me so hey, many beats. He's song for the show as well. He, yeah, that man has sent me so many beats, and I'm horrible at recording on them. Sorry, sorry, Dom. Love you. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll forgive you for that. Yeah, and he'll call me, right, right, Tom. Hopefully, 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 but, but yeah, like, um, it, you know, just I'm able to. I just have such like a large pool to select from, and if I don't like a song, I don't have to release it. Just put it in the vault. Just start on. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just. It's just so easy. Yeah, something I noticed. Uh, we all die in the West is exclusively on SoundCloud. Nightlife, on the other hand, is exclusively on streaming, like Spotify, Apple Music, etc. Is there a reason? I think I know why we all die in the West is only on SoundCloud, but I don't know why Nightlife is only on streaming because I, you know, it used to be on SoundCloud. So, is there a reason for kind of separating these two? And will we ever see Nightlife on SoundCloud slash We All Die in the West on streaming? Okay, so We All Die in the West isn't on streaming only because of sample clearance issues that i would have loved to get it on there i tried so hard and i was so mad because i took i tried so hard to get that album on there sample clearance would not allow it and then with nightlife the only reason it's on soundcloud i mean not on soundcloud it's just because i wanted more space on my soundcloud and i was like oh it's already on streaming so if people want to listen to it they can but um this is some new news i haven't told anyone about this not even not even studio shirt himself I might remaster it and re-release it because I don't like the mixing and some of the recordings. Oh wow! The rock the mic exclusive. I love it, dude. I love rock it. the mic exclusive info. Nightlife. I, you know, I take it down for a while and then I put it back up. Okay, okay, that sounds good. That sounds, I think that's great. Uh, we all die in the West being on streaming. That's kind of out of your hands just because of the sound. Yeah, that's out of my hands. I can I've tried. There's only so much I can do. You just get, call up Jay Z. He'll help you out. Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah, something interesting I find about your career, you know, compared to the other people I've interviewed, you came up. Your career kind of blossomed from being in a collective of other great artists and rappers, and producers. You know, Ben, as we mentioned, Real My Turtle, as we mentioned, uh, AI, Yokai, the legends, legends, various, all of them, various others besides Yokai. <laughs> you guys can jump off the bridge. You guys all came up together, which is something you know. The people that I've interviewed before, they all kind of came into the game on their own. So, do you think yeah. coming up with all these different artists was that beneficial to your career? Do you oh think? yeah, so beneficial. Oh my god, what would I do without them, dude? So right. beneficial. Well, yeah, beyond beneficial. Like, future, you have so many artists to collaborate with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like off rip, like off rip immediate collaborations, and we're all growing together, changing our styles. Like, it's like we started off as babies, you know, and we all got better and better, and we all collaborated, and we all helped each other. It was so beneficial. Candy Moon's playing, I love all of them. Size Yokai, I hate you. I don't actually hate him, guys. We love you, Yokai. Our last episode, we? we discussed kind of the concept as a hip hop fan, you know, the concept of show stealing features. I know. You could probably name a bunch off your head right now. Of course. Of course. Uh, 
you have, in my opinion, you have a ton of these. Uh, Subway. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Texas, Andam Pool. I personally, movies as well. I didn't even write Thank them. you. I love that feature. I'm trying to, there's a bunch, there's a bunch of others that you are the featured artist, yet it somehow becomes your song in a way. Do you approach <laughs> the song like that? When someone comes to you for a feature, do you think, okay, I'm going to body this, I'm going to make it a Black Mass song? Yeah. Do you approach it that way? Yes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like this is my time that's yeah. pretty much it I just get a beat and I'm like oh okay I don't want to start anything but the lyrics on Nexus kind of prove that as well and if you don't then I'm trying to raise the status rapping fast fresh jackets bitch I'm the apparatus laugh crash no habits I take a track and then laugh it Bitch, look, I'm the captain. My potential still hasn't tapped yet. Bitch, you're on time when I'm rapping. Like, shit. Uh, shout out to Steph Prompton and Rick Nero, but your verse is kind of the epitome of what we just talked about. Like, I take this song. What were the lyrics to that? You know what I'm talking about. For, for what? For next. For which part? The, like, I'll take your track and lap it. Look at me now. Oh, I take your track and then lap it. Bitch, look, I'm the captain. Yeah, that's like, that's literally. Pretty much that answers the question in itself. Yep. Like, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to them. I love you guys. Definitely want to get you I love them. show. I love you, Steph and Kendall. For sure. You love can call you. me later too. Exactly. For sure. So you are making history in this interview. Another rock the mic first. Black Mask is the first person that we've interviewed that is a member of a rap group. This is different than, you know, we were just talking about how he came up with a bunch of different people. He's literally in a group with two people, Brody Funk and the beat-making shoe man. You guys, the three of you are a natural disaster. How did this group form? You know, you know, like, what, what, you know, what can I say? I'm just, I'm making history. I'm just, I'm a history maker. You know, I've always been one. Just legend. But, so this group came together because... I was in our big group chat. I believe at the time it was Norman. Yes. I believe it was in Norman. And this is like an Instagram group chat that a lot of people have, you know, it's just a bunch of people. But it sort of died, sort of. Long story. But um, long story at the time, before. at the time, B Making Shoeman and Brody Funk were two of the members in it. And I believe B Making Shoeman just sent like this, like, 10 second clip of a snippet and it was LA 92 it was that beat oh wow and I was like oh my god that beat is amazing got them bodies in the back of trunks I body you so pack it up my diamonds up from Africa your wifey in the passenger I'm never fucking capping bro I always keep a hundred once I'm hustling till the sun is up I tuck it for them undercuts you pussy bitch I'm running up I ain't the one to fuck it up I do my shit to run them parts I'll kill you if it's fun enough and I texted him about using that beat because I wanted it. And then Brody had the same idea I did and texted him as well. So we're like, all right, let's just make, let's all just make this song. But then it turned into like, all right, let's make like three songs like this. Let's make like three Memphis songs. And it was like, all right, let's do like five. And it's like, no, let's just do like a whole like tape. <laughs> so then it became Natural Disaster. But it took us like 20 years to figure out a name. No one could come up with a name for it. Like, literally no one had any idea what to call it. But we did settle on 
the wonderful natural disaster after like four years of not knowing. But yeah. Yeah, I remember the hype behind when that group was first announced. We thought it was just one. Especially with a slim gorilla feature. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Everyone well, everyone thought if you remember it was at the time right cover and like it was the version yeah. with, uh, just oh it was yeah, yeah and it was the cover was for um i believe it was oh my god running and gunning yes by yeah. tommy Wright third and it was and jude did some edits where he uh put our face into them yeah. like he made he made it uh be making shoe man sorry be making shoe man did that not jude <laughs> um and be making shoe man like edited our face like be making shoe man through them and like edited our faces like into those and it was sick the mystery behind that was a great time in oh my the, god uh, hip-hop and everyone was going crazy it was and amazing what, what was going on you didn't tell me you would not tell me a thing i would ask you and you'd oh like, yeah i wouldn't i know i'm so secretive <laughs> <laughs> campos bail which is natural disasters album uh we were just talking about memphis southern hip-hop uh, Three Six Mafia is what comes to mind when I think of what inspired the sound. Three Six Mafia, at least early like Mystic Styles kind of era. Three Six Mafia is what kind of I think about. You know, you mentioned Tommy Wright, and this features Slim Guerrero from Passion Plays, which is you know this is the epitome. This is very Memphis. This album. What was this recording process for this like? comparatively to you know nightlife and we all die in the west because obviously these are very different sounding theme alone leave alone the theme just if you're listening to the beats specifically this is very different from what you've done before so what was mm-hmm. this like and how did they compare? okay well my so my recording process was a bit different i just recorded like all my verses for like all songs in like the span of like three days and i wrote them all in like a week and then i recorded i grinded Literally, I made five of the songs in one day because I was late because we all wanted to get it out by October 31st. And I was late on a lot of verses. I was like, oh, crap, I got to do these. So I recorded five. Like, I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't want to screw the group over. But I mean, Brody wasn't ready either. Brody had to Brody had to do Nowhere to Run. That was the last song. Yeah. But I don't know, Jude would just send the songs out. And, he, you know, Brody and I were supposed to write to them and we just wouldn't do it until the last minute and but it all worked out so that's all that matters that's great and i really love natural disaster campus bail my favorite song is cave with ben thank you mine too the reverse for the uh ad the, the ad for it i sent it to you it actually hasn't been posted at the time of this recording but the ad uses your verse on cave to kind of hype thank up you. i saw it. i love that song um while we're on the topic of collaborations, do you have a favorite collab that you've done thus far in your career? And mm. piggyback off that, do you have a dream collab, whether it be a rapper, a singer, a producer? And this could be even outside of the community as well. Do you have any of that? Um, Loki, Ben. Ben? Ben, just Ben, yeah. I just love working with Ben. And I just love their style. And he's just the best. And... I don't know. Ben's just a swag ass person. He's great. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. I just love Ben. I met her a while ago. We were at Pennsylvania, chilling, walking around. And Robin. Of course. Of course. Yeah. 
Um, we met twice. I drove up to their state and I saw them in Obama. But swag, swag, very swag, as right. they say, certified based. Oh, speaking of influences, sorry, just remember this little bit. I thought it out there. Lil B, I definitely think I haven't reached out to him yet, but I feel like if I reach out to Lil B, he will. I'm going to give it an 80% chance that he answers me and a 75% chance he says yes to doing it. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. But for uh, for in in regards to a dream collab, I don't know. I should have no answer. Probably Black Crack. Black Crack? I just love Black Crack. Okay. My top five. Favorite Black Mass songs. No order. This includes solo work, features, and Campos Bell. Across your entire discography, I would say Rose Blooms, Cave, your feature on Like Patriots with Slim Martin, your feature on Subway with B Making True Man and OD, and then Summer's Over, the single for We All Die in the West. Those are probably my top five Black Mass songs. Do you have if you could narrow down top five Black Mass, your top five, and maybe even top three if you can't think of five, what would they be? Oh, I don't know. Can't think of five. Let me, let, I'm going to exclude all features. Okay. Exclude that, all that that helps. I would be able to think. Um, definitely some of my unreleased songs would be on this list if That's they fine. were released. But I'm not, I'm not going to include them, but if they were released, they would be on this list. But I'm going to go Cave. I love Cave. I love that song. I love I love that song. I'm so I just proud. remember when I first heard it and I heard the uh, the Better Call Saul line, like Jimmy. Oh yeah. Slip. I was like, yo, I was going <laughs> crazy. So that, definitely that one. Um, Summer's Over Two. Okay. Classic. Okay. And hmm. Wow. I don't know. Maybe automatic rounds. You recently, as well, another rock the mic first. You're just like, you do it. How do you do it? How do you do everything? You recently just participated in Banger Fest, which is like an online music festival. Oh, my God. You put together a a set list of kind of a mix, 20 minutes long. What was that like, performing at Banger Fest? It was amazing, and I love Beck for inviting me. Thank you, Beck. I love you. What was it? It was just a great time. What was it like, you know, like making the mix and how did it? Um, it was definitely, it was about, I had like about a month to do it. And yeah. I would just sit there and think of random ideas in the shower. And then I'd be able to go to the mix and then I'd just slide them in. I mean, it's simple as that, right? Yeah. And then I didn't have my own computer at the time. So Ben had to bit crush the entire, um, the entire, um, the mix set for me. Yeah. So Ben bit crushed it. That's why the quality sounds like that. Because I would have done it myself, but I couldn't because my computer wasn't working at the time. I was using my mom's cool computer. So Ben Big Crush it for me. So uh, I actually didn't get to attend Banger Fest. I don't know why. But so it was all on Discord, right? Like it was mm-hmm. playing. So what was what was it like when it got to your set and everyone was reacting to it? What was oh that? Oh, my like? God. It was amazing. Just there were so many people that, uh, you know, I, I don't even know. Like I don't even know who they are. I just had so many people just saying so many positive things. And God, maybe, indeed, it made me so happy. It was amazing. I loved it. That's it was great. great. Like, uh, it made me so happy. That's a great experience to have. So Bangerfest, making that set, mix, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to say 
would you consider that production? I don't really feel like I would. I don't, I don't know. What would you consider it production? No, I'd just be like DJ mix. Okay. So I guess DJ. Okay. You're a DJ too. You do it all. So I deleted this question because I don't know, because I was kind of stupid and I forgot that you co-produced the Rose Balloons, but I'm going to bring it back into the fold. You have, you rap, you sang on movies, you mix, you master, you're a DJ as well. Uh, you're a writer and at times you're also a producer. So, so you haven't produced, is the Rose Balloons the only thing that we've heard that you've produced? So far. I are have you, stuff in the vault though. You what? I have stuff in the vault though. I was going to say, are you going to, your next Yes, yes I am. I do have songs in the vault that I have produced. Be waiting we, on it. When are we going to hear them? Whenever I drop my well, that perfectly leads us into the final question we have. When can we expect New Black Mask? What can we expect from it? How will it be different from previous works? You know, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, the truth is I can't answer that. I don't know. It's a good question. Well, this information. I don't know. It's a good looking question. It's the most I can give you. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, very, lazy. I'm really very, lazy, man. Very secretive. Either, either and you're busy. I'm or... busy. I have a, I have a lot of stuff on my life right now, and I'm lazy. So the mix together makes me lazier. So right, wait on it. So it'll it'll definitely come out. Yeah, for sure. At some, you know, I can't it'll... I can't have those songs go to waste. <laughs> well, that's all I've got for you, Mr. Black Mask. Do you have anything you want to add before we sign off? Um, well, just thank you for having me, Mr. Mike. It was a wonderful time. Truly a pleasure. Would love to do it again sometime, but I don't know why I would because I've already been interviewed. Awesome. But thank you. You've been interviewed twice now. Maybe maybe when this said album comes out, we'll revisit the topic. Yes, maybe we shall. Maybe. maybe. You know, give a little checkup. Of course. Just see how you're doing, uh, Black Mask. Thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate you. Great friend of mine. Love having you. Thank you. Check out all his information in the, our bio, our bio, the description below, his social medias and all his music will be down there as well. Definitely check out ours as well. That'll all be in the description. Don't forget to like this video, comment, subscribe, click that bell for notifications. And again, follow all of our social media. Uh, this has been the Rock the Mike podcast. Again, Black Mass, thanks for coming on. This is Mike, Rock the Mike podcast, and we out. Mm-hmm.